Since this episode was recorded, CPS has extended the local school council candidate application deadline to Wednesday, February 14th at 3 o'clock p.m. Submit your application to run for your LSC today. Details on how to apply are available at cps.edu LSC. My name is Myra Winding. I am the Assistant Director for the Office of Local School Council Relations here at Chicago Public Schools. Welcome to the Let's Face It Together podcast, where we focus on uplifting the voices that CPS serves. Today, we're diving deeper into a discussion about the importance of student involvement and the upcoming LSC elections. I have the pleasure of introducing two dynamic student leaders in our district. First up, we have Ms. Caitlin Savato a junior at Percy L. Julian High School. She serves as the president of the Student Voice Committee, captain of both swim and water polo teams, and she plays volleyball. Outside of her school, Caitlin is also a student organizer within her community and for the Chicago Teachers Union. Now, I'm gonna stop talking and turn it over to Clark and Caitlin to tell us more about their experience as student leaders. Have you always been this involved in your school community and share what that's been like. As far as Julian, I've definitely always been involved since my freshman year. Um, and I, it takes a lot for me to talk about how my relationships with people in community has grown my love um, for, or not even just for organizing, but for people in general. My relationship with the adults in the building, so my principal, my teachers, um, all of that has been like involvement for me. It has been like evolution for me. But before high school, outside of my school, I was very involved. I helped draft a couple of campaigns. I don't know if, any, if you've heard of like the Treatment Not Trauma campaign, which was an ordinance in city council to help open back up the mental health clinics that were closed oh, by former Mayor Rahm Emanuel. Yeah, so that um, helped the COVID regulations as far as CPS and um, CTU was one of my biggest things my freshman year. But even from then, I think my like perspective of how I engage with my community has changed too. Like now, um, movement and organizing to me looks like bringing my classmates food. It looks like sitting down, holding peace circles, talking, um, holding people's hands, being patient, being kind. Um, but I would say I've always had like that care mm. and that put, yeah, that energy there for my school. I feel that from mm -hmm. you from the very first time that I met you. <laughs> um, and so, and, and all these different spaces that you've been doing work and engaging other students mm -hmm. um, in the school and in your um, community, um, what are some of the greatest impact that you've seen um, that you've had as a school leader? I would definitely say being able to connect and being able to advocate for my school mm. community in the spaces that I'm in. So with my work with the teachers union, um, a lot of the times they'll ask me what we should do as far as student involvement. And people ask me like what we should do when it comes to student-based student issues. Um, and a lot of the time I will say that we need to have students in the room who are who we wouldn't think to have in the room. Mm. Um, a lot of times we see the same people Those in the voices room. Matter. Yes, we see the same people in the room. We see the Whitney Young students, we see the Jones College, we see the Mies. And I like and I get that. But when I return to my school community and I see the students who are left unheard, um, who are like often the most unfortunately impacted, um, they don't get 
spaces to say what they need and say what they feel. Um, and oftentimes they don't know what they're going through and why it is that they're going through and how these policies impact them. Um, so to return to the question, <laughs> um, I, say, I would say that, that has, that's my biggest thing ever, um, being able to connect and overlap those spaces. Yeah, I, I, I feel you there. When you talk about um, connecting and those voices that are not at the table, what are some ways you think we can get those voices to the table? Um, and that's a huge conversation that I think is going around in like movement spaces now, mm -hmm. especially with the new mayor that we have. Um, but we have to start off in community. I think that's our biggest thing. Like we don't host things in community, we don't talk in community, we don't share, we don't have conversations, um, we don't activate, like have space activations. Um, and I think that if we were in people's schools and if we allowed people to take up space in their own communities, in their own neighborhoods, um, whether that be town halls, whether that be monthly community peace circles, whatever it may be, but I also think we need to do things block by block, school by school. Yeah. Um, because the issues at Crane, the issues at Curie are different from Julian and Morgan Park, are different from Simeon. Absolutely. Um, but that doesn't mean that they don't overlap. Mm -hmm. But everybody has individual issues. Um, I just think if we did it on that kind of basis, it would be easier to reach people and to be able to connect with people better. Absolutely, and I'm glad we're, we're doing better and being more intentional mm -hmm. um, about hearing from young people and trying to get into those spaces. When you think about your work and um, your passions um, for people and being a connector, um, who are some of the leaders that, or a leader who has really inspired you um, in your work? Um, well, first I would say my mama. I, I call a lot of people mama in this world. <laughs> so that would mean multiple people, but I would say my mama as in my guardian, who's not even my mama, that's my aunt. Um, but she raised me. That was my first teacher, my mm -hmm. first lover, the first person to show me what discipline was. Um, but I would also, another person I would say would definitely be Stacey Davis Gates. That's my other mama. I actually have lunch with her after this. Aww. And she pushes me in ways that challenges the way that I think about things and gives me insight on how people communicate, how people should be loved, how people should be taught, um, and how to be patient with people. And the last person I would say um, would be my teacher, Mr. Fisher. He um, he like we're he always says that like I'm him and reincarnated. <laughs> um, he helps me to be patient and to be kind, to make the best decisions, and to always understand that everybody who I am present with, everyone who I um, coexist with, all have their own stories all are their own light. And they all matter. And they all matter. They all matter. Absolutely. So you are indeed a very busy young lady. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of amazing things. How do you balance it all? Um, <laughs> uh, I think that has been or something. Or is it a work in progress? <laughs> I, it, it, it was a work in progress. I think I'm doing pretty good at it now. I would say so. Um, because like even at the beginning of the school year, I was taking du two dual credit courses on top of volleyball and swim at the same time, um, on top of my organizing work. And it was a lot, it's been a lot, but I 
I also think I'm somebody who likes juggling things. I like being challenged like that. Um, and I appreciate it. My, the thing that helps me and helps to ground me the most is being at school. Um, I love being at I was at school today, and we don't <laughs> even have school. I love being at school. Um, I sound like a weirdo saying it, Not but to balance Not it, <laughs> to balance it all is to be able to slow down and acknowledge my own humanity, um, to be able to breathe before I respond, to be able to make the right decisions, um, and to know how I engage with people and know my impact on people. Um, it's been a evolving process. I could, I'm not the same person from my freshman year of high school at all. Um, my patience is still, like my kindness is still there. My light is still there. But as far as like my patience with this world and my patience with other people um, has definitely evolved, evolved and my perspective on how I look at people has changed too. Um, and how I look at myself has changed. So I think I'm balancing that by slowing down, by breathing, by acknowledging that breathing and being alive is sacred. Very sacred. Mm -hmm. Well, your impact number have grown <laughs> already. <laughs> I can imagine that it's huge, but I am now impacted <laughs> by your words of wisdom at such a young age Thank and the you. passion in your voice. Is, it's just refreshing and it's, it's beautiful. Um, what do you do to practice self-care in all of this? Because mm. that's really important because we need leaders like you. So we need you to be all right. So mm -hmm. how do you maintain that with some good self-care? I like to incorporate it throughout my day. Um, there'll be moments where I'm just listening to music or like I'll take time out to take my vitamins, eat my fruits, um, or even talking to the adults in my life. Like when I say like we all need each other, we all need each other and in ways that we don't even know. Um, and it's so important to humanize each other and that's how I take care of myself and that's how I am allowed to take care of other people. But there'll be moments in school where if I'm heated or frustrated, I'll go to like one of the security guards or I'll go to um, a teacher and they'll talk to me, they'll sit down with me. And I think that's like why I hold so much wisdom. It's, it comes from so many different sources, so many different places that allow me to lean on other people. That village. Mm-hmm. It's sacred. It's important. It's there for me, though, for sure, which allows me to be that for other people. Thank you for sharing that mm -hmm. with us. If you had some words of encouragement or advice that you wanted to give, um, to young people mm -hmm. um, so that they're present in everything that's going on. Um, what's just something you would want to leave with them? I would say the only things that we can do is to be patient and to be kind um, with ourselves first so that we can do that with others. But also to be able to, I think it's just important to be in tune with yourself so that you can be aligned with yourself before you're aligned with the world around you. Because um, the world around you will knock you off your square. Quickly. <laughs> it will take your lines out of place. Um, and if you're not in line with yourself, it'll be very easy to knock you off um, your grounds. But to stay grounded, to stay kind, to stay patient are the only things that we can ever do and be. Thank you for that. And before we end, um, what are some things as a leader that you do to support the LSC student um, reps mm -hmm. at your school? Like, because you can't be in 20 places at mm -hmm. one, you can't be on every committee, mm -hmm. um, but those, you're a student leader, um, LSC student members sit at a table, 
um, help and make decisions that's impacting students. What are some ways you can collaborate or support that type of work? Which is actually why I'm not on the LSE for that exact reason that you said. Um, because it's important to stand up and step back sometimes. Um, so as uh, the president of our student voice committee, um, the LSC members sit on our SVC, mm -hmm. um, and we have organized, like, in ways that we didn't even know um, that, like, people weren't doing. So our SVC is separated into subcommittees, whether it be finance, um, events and planning, culture and climate. What else is it? There's a couple of other things, athletics, so different fields around the school and different ways of engagement. We even have one for um, instruction in classrooms. So what is it that you're seeing in the classroom and how can we make sure that what you're getting and what you're receiving is what you like, like and are interested in. So our SVC members will either draft things for LSC um, if we come up with ideas, they'll return it back to the um, LSC, or at least that's the format that we've been trying to get onto. Um, but it's, it's being actually intentional about engaging with each other. Mm -hmm. But it's been kind of like I've been last year, actually the last two years, I was never on the LSC, but went to meetings, um, and it was a couple of seniors who were on there, but felt like they couldn't even speak there, felt uncomfortable, felt discomfort. Um, in the presence of LSC because of the way that adults were engaging in conversation, the way that they felt so like shrunk and like they couldn't take up too much space, which is why we kind of turned that into an uh, SBC thing. So now like when we want to, like right now we're trying to work on beautifying our schools. So murals, making our school feel like a college space, a mm -hmm. uh, space where you can evolve, a space where you are like, 100% on your academics, while also a space that humanizes you. Um, so even with that, we've had things that have gone, had to go through the LSC, um, which are either given to my principal um, through us or given through to the LSC through the SVC member, but definitely connecting those two spaces. Also, my biggest thing, the last thing, has been learning how to pass on the torch. So not even just with teaching the SVC members who are on the LSE how to be leaders, but teaching our freshmen and sophomores as well has been our biggest thing. Um, when we had elections for SVC, it was a freshman who ran against me. Um, and it was, it was actually kind of cool, because it was like, I didn't feel challenged. I didn't at all. But I did feel like this was an opportunity of of like teaching somebody how you can actually build yourself up to be this space. Because our SVC, as far as, because we went through COVID, came back, and then my class was the first class to come back after COVID. Mm -hmm. um, our, and it was my first full year of high school as well. Um, so I'm not sure what our SVC was before then, but from what I know, I almost like reconstructed what it has looked like. Okay. So by doing that, um, a lot of things lean on me to be stable. And I'm trying to teach how we can share leadership. Um, how we can share knowledge and how when we duplicate knowledge, we're able to liberate each other. We're able to uplift each other and build, and, and build capacity and build community. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing um, your insight with us, your experiences. Um, continue to do the great work that you are doing. Thank you. I'm looking forward to seeing you 
all over the place. <laughs> I know this is not it. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for um, coming out and, and connecting with us. Thank you. Let's Face It Together will return after this quick commercial break. Do you want to earn up to $550? Apply now to be an LSC election judge. Chicago Public Schools is looking for election judges for the spring 2024 local school council elections. Elections will take place on April 10th and April 11th, and judges will earn $275 per day. Judges are responsible for verifying voter eligibility, issuing ballots to verified voters, counting votes, and presenting the election results to the school community. To be an election judge, you must submit an application by 3 o'clock p.m. on February 21st, 2024. Email lscjudge at cps.edu to obtain a link to the online judge application. Now let's get back to Let's Face It Together. Next, we have Ms. Clark Burnett, an eighth grader at Skinner West. Clark serves as the president of Skinner's Student Council. She's also a member of the Student Voice Committee, and she's on the volleyball and track team. Have you always been so involved in your school community? Um, honestly, I've been at my school for a while, but I think when I started to become involved in, in the school community was in middle school, so like sixth grade. That's when I joined my school's student voice committee, mm. which was the very first year that it started. So we were all trying to figure things out, but that went really well and I had a really good time. We came up with like grants and different events for the school. Wow. We raised like $1,000 making like video clips to send to administrators, awesome. stuff like that. It was really good. So after that, like I knew I wanted to be a part of like school involved decisions. And from there, I just did, you know, more and more. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Who inspires you as a leader? I know this sounds kind of cliche, but um, <laughs> I would say probably my parents. I mean, growing up, they've always like taught me to have a positive mindset and think of the good in every situation, as well as if I want to do something, go for it, because it's better to go try and do something than not do it and regret it. So I just try to go for like every opportunity I get that I want to be a part of. And um, yeah, I think my parents have really taught me that, and I am really grateful to have them. <laughs> That's a great model to live by. <laughs> and way to go, parents. <laughs> um, can you share, because you seem like you have your hands in a lot of amazing things and you're such a strong leader. How do you balance it all? I mean, honestly, it's just finding, you know, like the work break time or like just having good time management, I'd say. Um, you know, sometimes it can be a lot, but then I feel like especially like on weeks where I know I'm doing a lot of things, I try to make sure that at least like one or two of those days I try to have fun, whether it's like going out to eat or like hanging out with friends. Um, I just try to have like some time to do a lot of work and then some time to have a lot of fun. And I think that keeps me, you know, set to keep going. And yeah. That work-life balance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got it. You, you have figured this out. We don't yeah. have to bottle that up and sell it. <laughs> and share um, something you do for self-care. What's a self-care remedy that Clark does in the, in the midst of her, her extremely busy life? Yeah, um, I'm really, really big on self-care. Um, there's a lot of different things I do. I kind of start off by just 
having like a positive mindset and making sure like I know those like positive affirmations. I always think that like everything that happens in my life is for a reason. Even bad things that happen, I take that as a lesson learned and then I move on from those and I try to like improve after that. I just make sure, I think self-care mainly is in like the mindset and how you choose to approach and perceive things. So um, I just try to do that. And then of course for self-care, I always like to um, do things for myself, whether it's like getting a new outfit or like doing my skincare routine. I think that um, really, you know, makes me feel good and yeah. <laughs> Well, I love it. I'm, I'm going to um, try some of those self-care remedies <laughs> in my life. So thank you so much for sharing those things. Clark, can you share with us what kind of impact has your LSC had on your school? The LSC has like an impact in pretty much everything. They talked about buildings being created near the school and like what effects that would have on the students there to like the number of kindergartners through eighth graders in each classroom. It's just a huge variety of things and it's it's a lot but I think it's really interesting to hear like all the different things going on throughout the school especially as a student. Yeah, I know this is your first time um, serving as a student. What's some advice you can give a student that's on a fence about running for the LSC for them? Um, honestly from my perspective I remember when I first wanted to join the LSC I was really nervous because I was scared to like speak up, especially in a room full of adults. Mm. But honestly, I think as long as you're passionate and you really want to make a difference and you know you have ideas that would uh, make a big contribution, I think you, could, you should just go for it. I mean, as long as you're passionate. Everybody on the LSC is really open to hearing ideas, especially coming from a student which is different than like all the other members. So, I can imagine. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's really, um, it can be nerve-wracking, but I think overall it's, it's a good experience and it has a lot of benefits. I'd love to hear a few of those benefits that you think serving on a council. Today. Yeah, of course. So not only does being on an LSC allow you to have insight on what's going on in your school and be aware, but it allows you to know what it's like to be in meetings with adults mm. to talk about important issues. I think that can set you up for like experiences, especially as an adult with Absolutely. different occupations. And it also definitely helps me with like social skills and knowing how to speak to people as well as bringing like ideas to the table. Oh, I so. love that. I love that. So when you think about the student population, um, and you think about when you were running to be a student rep on the council. Yeah. What are some things some of your classmates, other students can do to support that process, even if they don't want to run? Yeah, so you, there's so many ways, especially at my school, to like make a difference. And I always like tell my friends, I'll say like, if you guys have any like ideas or things you want to change about the school, just let me know. Mm. So they can just tell me or tell any staff for that matter. I remember the other day my friend texted me and he was saying how in his class they were making him pay for some event that our school was doing, but other classrooms were having it free. So he was saying like, what should I do about that? And I was saying, you should definitely email the principal. You should definitely do that, et cetera. And um, he took the steps into doing that. So yeah, uh, 
<laughs> I love that. I see that you're really engaging with other students. And yeah. so it's interesting in your role as an LSC member, um, it seems like you've created a relationship where they're comfortable reaching out and sharing things with you. So you got to feel really good about that. I am. That's like I'm a big really deal. Glad. <laughs> yep. um, and it's really um, good to hear that students are aware that they can do that. And as a student rep, you shared, hey, you can just share some of those ideas with me or share them with other members so that we can bring that to the table. Right. Because yeah. they voted for you. <laughs> and so that keeping that engagement going on, letting them know what's going on, and then also finding out um, you know, their thoughts and bringing that to the table, I think is a really good way to engage the student population. So kudos to you. Thank you, yep. I'm really glad that I've been able to like make the um, students at my school feel comfortable talking to me. It's really good to know. And that seemed like some of the techniques you used to when you were doing your campaign so that the yeah. school community knew what you were doing. Were there other students running as well? Um, there were a few students who wanted to run for the LSC, I remember, but they gave us like a really large packet to like fill out all the information we needed to join the LSC. I think once people got the packet, they, I, I don't think enough people submitted it or I think some people were confused as to how to submit the form. Mm. So I think I ended up being the only person running. But I know there were definitely people who wanted to. I'm just hoping to maybe next time for the people who want to run, I can explain that to them and explain the process. Because really, once I looked through the packet, it wasn't really confusing or like hard mm. to get a glimpse of. I think just the fact that it was so big it kind of made it like uh, students a probably intimidating. just got a little, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that with us. We, um, we want to make that process as seamless as possible. Yeah. Um, and so maybe we can make a video of if you have some tips or advice of some things oh, that yeah. we can do um, so that that's not an intimidating process. Uh, but I'm glad that you stuck with it um, and got your paperwork in because you know um, each student you serve a one-year term and so yep. if you're interested in running again um, a seventh grader they would submit their um, nomination package now because we have elections coming up April 10th for elementary schools and April 11th for high schools and you don't automatically retain a seat the following year you absolutely yep. have to fill out a, um, a nomination package but because you're graduating um, you would then wait until you get into your high school and you would run for the high school that you go to. And I to. definitely will. Um, oh, yes. Good I to hope, hear hope. that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and I also think that another way for students to, you know, get the information they need is that, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but every year the LSC has like their LSC kickoff meeting. Yes. And I think I remember when I was in it, um, I got like a lot of information and a lot of details on how to join the LSC and more information about what it's like. And there were students joining. I remember looking in the chat and seeing like what they yes. were saying. There are a lot of people asking questions about it. So I think that's a really good way to also get involved and see um, if like this is really something you want to do, which I think it really should be because it's a great experience. Well, thank you so much for sharing that information with us and sharing your experience. I'm glad to hear that you will be running again. <laughs> Any school that have you is lucky. Um, any tips you'd like to give to a student who doesn't think that their place on an LSC makes a difference? What you can do to start is just reach out. I'd say just ask for advice. That's one thing I always do. Find somebody 
who you think knows or like has experience like for me I would typically ask maybe a teacher or even principal if like for information at like what kind of things will they be talking about just so you have an idea mm -hmm. and then you can like branch off of that and come up with new things if you want to share so yeah I mean honestly they're really open open to listening to what students have to say. So even if like you just want to bring up, oh, I think students should have some sort of like end of year celebration or whatever, mm -hmm. you can say that and they'll listen, take that into account. Sounds okay. like a plan to me. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for joining us today, Clark. Of course. Really happy to be here. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into Let's Face It Together. Be sure to follow us on social media at CPS underscore underscore face on Instagram and X, formerly known as Twitter. You can also find us at CPS Parent University on Facebook. Until next time, ciao.